0: Welcome back to another episode of the Love in a Cottage podcast. I'm your host, Paige Geidel, and I am so stoked that you found us. We are a community of creative Christian women in their 20s, and you are invited to be a part of it. Each week, I invite a guest on the show to chat about all things marriage, motherhood, homemaking, small business, and following Jesus. My friend, there is a seat here for you at the table, and I so hope that you choose to be a part of this community. Without further ado, let's dive into today's show. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Love in a Cottage podcast. Thank you so much for being here i can't wait to share today's episode and hang out for the next hour or so we actually have a new format called gal pals talk and i'll explain what that means and what that looks like here in a second but first of all if you have not left a rating or a review then would you be willing to please take 60 seconds or so to go and do that you can drop your favorite episode in the comments and just yeah share why you love this show because that ultimately will help other like-minded women find the podcast so thank you so much to every single person who's done that i also want to read our memory verse before we start and it is just one of my favorites i think i cry just about every time i read it because it is so reassuring and just is such a beautiful picture that i love to carry around with me throughout my day so it's revelation 21 verses 4 through 5 and it says he will wipe every tear from their eyes there will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away and he who is seated on the throne said look i am making all things new and when i am in the midst of just a hard day like yesterday i spent literally two hours cleaning my kitchen. And you guys, it looked exactly the same two hours later. It looked just so messy just with all the interruptions. I feel like I just need a beautiful, never-changing picture of what is to come and what is truly important when it comes to the eternal. So I love those verses. I hope that they encourage you today, whatever you are walking through and yeah okay so now i get to tell you about um this new format that we're trying out and it is called gal pals talk and basically i'm wanting to do this probably like once a season but i feel like we cover so many topics on the show which obviously i love everything from like homeschooling to birth to marriage and engagement seasons to small business like to breastfeeding just so many things that I feel like are hopefully going to be relevant to you in your season of life but a lot of times I really just want to like dig in even more to these specific topics and so I was like what if I have like multiple women come on so it feels like you're having a fun little girls night and then we all kind of share our specific experiences with one specific topic so that is what we are doing today and it was actually so fun that we talked for almost two hours and so that's why this episode is going to be split up into two parts so Today, we are chatting all about home birth, and I really pray that it is a grace-filled, encouraging, and also practically helpful conversation for you if this is something that you are considering doing, or if it's something that you're curious about or passionate about, then I hope that this conversation is just really a blessing to you. We chat about kind of how we decided to have a home birth, how we found our midwives, if it was important to have a Christian midwife specifically, and also how we paid for our home birth because that is something that I think we all get asked about. And then next week, the second half is going to be the actual birth stories that we share. So I really would love to hear your feedback on this kind of uh, layout of the discussion with having multiple women and focusing on one specific topic. And then I'd also love to know if you have topic suggestions for the future. So thank you guys so much for listening. I can't wait to share this conversation with you. Let's jump on in. Okay, friends, welcome to the first ever Gal Pals Talk. Today we're talking about home birth and I'm so excited to introduce my friends to you guys. Amanda, Hallie, and Carly are here with me and they are lending us their Friday nights to chat all about birth, which we love. So I'm going to have each of you guys just kind of – we'll start with Amanda and then do Carly and Hallie. If y'all could just say, like, your name, your family's names, if you want to, like, share your kids' ages, and then where you guys live.
1: Yeah. So I'm Amanda. Um, my husband is Matt. We have two sons, Rudy and Ellis, and Rudy – just turned two, and Ellis is eight months. I think next week, wow. and we are in Charleston, South Carolina. Last time I was on the podcast, I remember my prayer request. Prayer request was that um, was that we were looking for a house, and I'm podcasting in the house today, mm. which is an answer prayer. So yeah. Um, yeah, we are in
0: Charleston. What a gift. That's so good. And that wasn't even like that long ago, I feel like. Wow. I love that. Oh my gosh. Yay. Well, I am Carly.
2: Um, I am married to my husband, Dylan. I have a 15-month-old Marlo. And I think the last time I was on the podcast, I was like just pregnant with her, which is crazy. Yes. So, yeah, she's now... 15 months and entering toddlerhood. She <laughs> um, totally is. Yes. It's <laughs> wild. It's very much a new season of life. But um, I love her and we live in Southern California. So fun. Love Miss Marlowe. All her outfit of the days. So you just keep sharing them, please.
0: <laughs> I will never I know. get bored.
2: <laughs> uh, it's like, I just love it. It's like partly like my thing. I'm like, I'm a
1: total stage mom. <laughs> the one that I'm you shared was it yesterday. <laughs> The stories was so cute. Yeah, balances. <laughs> oh. new
0: balances were just too the much. Pleated I, tennis skirt, <laughs> too much. Very cute. I feel like part of it is therapeutic because it's like an outfit I would want, but that would cost like three times, four times as much. So if you just put it on your toddler, then it's sure. so still
3: so expensive. Like, why are kids' clothes so expensive? Yeah, That's yeah, really
0: exactly. Cool. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, okay, um, Holly.
3: Okay, hi, I'm Hallie Flowers. I'm married to Ben Flowers. Um, we have a daughter named Fern. She is two and a half, maybe a little over two and a half. And Frances, who is a year at the end of this month, which mm. I just like cannot even fathom. Yeah. And we live in Kansas City, Missouri. And yeah, I'm a stay-at-home full-time mom with them.
0: Love it. Yeah. yeah. Our kids are like the exact I know. Age, like same ages, like 1 month shifted basically. Yeah.
3: It's so fun. Which is so fun.
0: I love that. Well, thank you guys for your little intros. Yeah, I just want to preface this talk. We were just chatting a bit before um hitting record and just prayed over this conversation because we know that like if you're pregnant and even if you have already given birth, birth is just such a tender thing. There are so so many aspects to Um, pregnancy and birth and postpartum. And so if you are someone who has any maybe like fears or triggers or woundings kind of related to birth and even specifically to home birth, we just want you to know that we're going to be very sensitive and just sharing our own experiences. But I would maybe just kind of pray and use your discernment if this is a good conversation for you to be listening to today. But Homebirth birth is something that we are all so passionate about and it's something that I get asked about a lot. And so kind of like the first part of this conversation, we'll just be talking about like how we kind of started researching home birth and how we found our midwives. And then the second half will be like the really fun sharing of birth stories. So if you love birth stories then hopefully you'll love this too. But again, this is a new format. It's so fun. And I really just wanted an excuse to get some of my friends on talking about things that we're all passionate about. Mm -hmm. So yeah, um, we'll kind of do that same type of like rotation-ish like Amanda, Carly, Hallie. But again, just jump in and converse as we get going. So I want to know how you guys first got interested in or heard about home birth.
1: I guess I'll start. Uh, My Mm -hmm. first... I guess, like experience with birth was actually in the hospital. Um, But I did. I don't remember. I was trying to remember today, like how I decided to like go to a midwife versus an OB. I don't think I must have like seen someone on Instagram talking about it. Um, And I went to like, they had an instruction or like get to know kind of like what a midwife does, like, you know, a chat like that at the midwife center. And so I went to that and they talked about the three different types of birth places, um, the hospital, the birth center, and then home birth. And I remember like just her giving the pros and cons to everything. And I was like, wow, home birth seems like that's what I want to do. Like that seems really cool, but I'm like, it's not for me. Like I feel like it's my first baby. I don't know. I lived in an apartment and I was like, it's not a home, like, it's not an apartment birth, you know, like, I need a house to have a home birth. Like, I really felt like I was just, like, not qualified for that. So I was like, okay, I'll do the birth center. But just, like, through that, I started um, seeing the midwives, you know, however many times you have to go in when you're pregnant. And I just loved them. And then, you know, unfortunately, I wasn't able to have the hospital birth and I had to, um, or I wasn't able to have the birth center birth and I had to have it in the hospital. Um, And then after that experience, which I had a great hospital experience. But after that, um, I was like, okay, I've done it before. I know I can do it again. So for my second, I was like, full on, I'm going to have a home birth. And it's funny enough, we had him in an apartment as well. So (laughs) I ended up having my apartment birth. Um, But I, yeah, I honestly don't remember. I think it just was from my midwives, like, giving the statistics and, I had never known anybody who had done a home birth. I didn't even know that that was like a thing that we still did. It kind of felt at the time to me like that was like medieval times, you know, like it's not something that happens. I thought like that the hospital was just the best place and it is for some people. Um, But yeah, when I had my hospital birth with my first son, Rudy, we left and I told my husband all that I used was the bed. Like I I didn't use anything Mm -hmm. for my birth. It was just me. And you know, I delivered the baby, and so I'm thankful that I had like a good experience there. Um, but after that, I was like, well, I might as well just use my own bed, you know. might as
0: well just have him at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so cool. That was also when you guys were in California, right?
1: Um, no, I actually had then? Rudy in Jersey.
0: Okay, okay, yeah. Or but mm-hmm. Ellis was in. Was Ellis born in California? Ellis was born in Charleston. In Charleston, oh my gosh, all of your moves. I like yeah. No, I know, straight. sorry. <laughs> no, it's so good. I relate totally.
1: What about
2: you, Carly? I was a part of a sweet young living community. I was a part of that before I got pregnant, and so many amazing women were having home births, and I just like watched them kind of go through that experience, honestly, just through social media, but I I knew no one that had a home birth here like none of my family are friends it's not like a common thing but I had seen all these amazing women doing it um, through social media and I was like wow their birth experience just seems incredible like so holistic um, they just like talked about birth so positively which was so encouraging um, and so it's just different I think a different narrative than I had been used to about birth and so um, I just was, I loved the way that they were speaking about birth. Anyways, I ended up getting pregnant, um, a little bit later and I had been seeing an OB for a while just for normal stuff. And then when I got pregnant, I was like, I just want to make an appointment with a midwife and see kind of how that experience goes. And then if I don't love it, that's okay. I can go back to my OB and like deliver at the hospital and then, um, I had my appointment with my midwife and I walked down. I'm like, this is it. I'm obsessed. <laughs> she was just seriously amazing. I felt so cared for in one appointment. Um, she just truly like wanted to get to know me and my heart and like our story. And just, it was really, really cool how intentional she was in just the first appointment. Um, and so, yeah, I walked out just so excited to give birth. Honestly, after the first appointment, I was like, this is such a blessing. So Um, But I have to give it to all the girls on Instagram because (laughs) that is how I um, honestly was like encouraged to even think about doing a home birth because just like the common thing in my area and like in my friend groups and all of that um, is to do hospital birth, which is so great and works for so many people. But I knew like also too, after talking to my midwife, just like home is such a happy place for me and I feel so at peace there and I really wanted to be like... In an environment where I just felt at peace and Mm. I knew home
0: could really be that for me. So, yeah, yeah, that's kind of how I got introduced to it. That's so good. Mm -hmm. And I love that you said, like, you knew that you could always go back to your OB. Cause I think, especially when you're having your first, it's like, oh my gosh, I've never gone to the doctor this many times, usually for most people, unless you've had like some health issues and stuff. But like, you're going so regularly and dealing with insurance and, I don't know. For Mm -hmm. me, it was kind of the first like big like adult medical thing, I guess. And so I think it can feel Mm -hmm. easy. Um, It's easy to feel like, oh, well, if I start going to one provider, I like can't switch. Mm -hmm. And to just know like you can try out a midwife or whatever. I just
2: I love that. Yeah. Like something I love, too, is that like I feel like so many midwives will just do like a consult and you can just like, you know, go in and have your consultation with them and you're not like bound to anything, but you're just kind Mm. of exploring options. And I feel like that was more the mindset I went in with rather than I'm doing a home birth, but I ended up just loving it and feeling super at peace once we had that
3: meeting. So
0: totally. Mm -hmm. That's so good. What Mm -hmm. about you, Hallie?
3: Yeah. So I feel like I had like an accumulation of like different life events that led me to home birth versus just like one specific experience. Um, But, like, jumping way back, hopefully I don't talk for, like, ages about this. (laughs) Um, But before I got married, I met with a natural family planning practitioner. Um, Ben and I do the Creighton model for birth control. So at the time, she was pregnant and was talking to me about just, like, her birthing center experience. Um, And, like... Really up until that point, the only experience that I had with birth was at the hospital. Um, my sister had two babies before I had Fern and I was at both of them. And I just assumed like when I would get pregnant, I would give birth at the hospital. Um, and like I said, I wasn't married when I met with this practitioner. And so I didn't really even give it like a second thought, um, But fast forward to getting married and then getting pregnant at that point, like I had been doing more of like a deeper dive into just like natural holistic living in a way that I just like had not before. And so I think like that coupled with remembering uh, my practitioner talking about the birthing center, I was like, oh my gosh, we like have to check out the birthing center. So we did and we loved it. It was like, it was just so amazing experiencing it just for like for the first time and being like, yes, like this is like such a fit for us. And I even remember like going home and Ben was like, that was not as like voodoo-y as I thought it was going to be like, he thought we were going to like be going to the woods, like giving birth. (laughs) So that that was, yeah, that was like fun to both be like, yeah, this is really awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, unfortunately, I miscarried that baby. So obviously, I'm not grateful for that. But I really think that after that, that is what led me to learn about home birth. Because Mm -hmm. between miscarrying and then getting pregnant with Fern is when I really did start learning about home birth. And like, just like you guys, I'm pretty sure I saw like an Instagram post or something, because I was following a lot more people who just had similar lifestyles. And generally I just think like someone posted about it and I was like, oh, so like there's even an option beyond birthing centers that I like didn't even realize. And then obviously yeah. you're like, yes, like women have been birthing at home forever. So yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, that was basically like how I discovered it and then got pregnant with Fern and did a Google search and was like, I'm going to do a home birth.
0: Yeah. Wow. I love that so much. So yeah. This is like you just touched on kind of the next thing I want to ask you guys, which is like how did you guys go about finding your midwives? Because I feel like if home birth itself is so new, then it's like, ah, who do I even like find? Because that's such a big responsibility, right? To be like passing on to someone to be like not only caring for you throughout your whole pregnancy, but you obviously want it to be someone that you trust and know is competent, but also feel like really safe and cared for Mm -hmm. with So I know like for me, I had a home birth with my second in part because my first hospital experience, both of my birth stories are actually on the podcast if you guys want to listen to those episodes like 17 and 18. But Flora's birth was like really traumatic and crazy and a C-section and I knew I really wanted to be back. I just didn't feel like, I would necessarily be supported in a hospital setting, especially I knew the odds were kind of against me, like having a VBAC, and I just didn't really feel empowered. And again, I know hospital births are great for so many people, but I just had a lot of like really kind of gnarly experiences with our particular hospital. And I was giving birth like in the same city at that time and didn't want to have to like drive, you know, half an hour to a different hospital. I just really again, through Instagram and just like talking to friends at this point, I feel like, let's see, I had Juliet in 2021. So obviously people have been sharing about it, but it home birth like made it around to my circles at this point Mm -hmm. of time, if Uh that makes sense, or at least the conversation was being started. And so I actually did like a phone consultation with like three different midwives in the area And I remember um, one of them was a Christian and took our insurance, but I just didn't love – it like seemed like it was going to make perfect sense to go with her. But I just kind of got weird vibes. Like whenever I talked to – it's like was her daughter who was working at the front desk. She just wasn't really friendly. And it was Southern California like still kind of at the height of COVID. And so it was just like – I don't know. They weren't really allowing husbands, I think, to come in for appointments. And I didn't love that. And then there was another group that seemed sweet. It was like two midwives, but they did all appointments like on Zoom, except you would sometimes come in. And I was like, mm. I don't a weird really time. love that <laughs> either. And mm-hmm. then my midwife who ended up going with She wasn't even necessarily like my last choice, but I got on the phone with her and just remember opening up about my first pregnancy. And she immediately was like, oh, well, here's what I think happened. And I had never really gotten answers like from doctors Mm -hmm. about like what happened because I had some fluid issues. They were just like, we don't really know. It just, you know, Mm -hmm. doesn't really matter. And she like instantly Mm -hmm. had like a theory. Um, And whether that was right or wrong, I was like, oh, my gosh, you're so knowledgeable and you really care like you're. You don't even know me. I'm like just Mm -hmm. doing this consultation and you're like sharing your expertise with me and I was sold and she's just the best. Mm -hmm. So yeah, how did you guys go about finding your midwives?
1: So I don't know how it is in like everyone else's states. I mean, Paige, you said you like interviewed midwives. There is only two home birth midwives in the Charleston area that I live in. (laughs) And they are these two like older women. And I mean, I – when I was pregnant with Ellis, I was already like six months when we were moving here. So I was like, okay, I need to probably call somebody. And so by the time I had called, um, because I didn't know exactly where it would be when I was going to deliver. So by the time I called her, these are her exact words to me. She said, well, maybe I can squeeze you in. And I said, <laughs> I don't know that I want to be squeezed in. Like, yeah. you know, because she just was like, oh, I do so many births because it's only me and this other midwife. And. Um, I had called both of them. I thought, I don't really know, but essentially with like all the move and everything, I was like, okay, I'll just settle for the home birth because the birth center does have midwives and not all of them I think are allowed to do home birth. I don't really know. I think the state laws kind of differ. So I was like, well, worst case, like I'll just do a birth center and that's fine. And so I had originally signed up with the birth center and then um, I think I was 30 weeks or maybe a little bit further along, and the that midwife called me, and she was like, hey, I just wanted to make sure that you were all sorted, because I remember that you had called me asking if I had space for you, and, um, you know, I don't think I ever heard back from you, and I just love to call the moms and make sure that they're getting the birth that they want to get, which... I hadn't talked to her in like weeks and I only talked to her that one time and I literally started crying on that phone call because that whole previous week I was going to my appointments. I think at that point I was already going once a week and I was feeling so unsettled at the birth center. Like I didn't want to deliver there and it was kind of the same thing. Like it was a lot of like COVID things and masks and I just was like a little bit bummed too because I knew after my first um, birth that I wanted to do a home birth. And I was like, just bummed and kind of like, okay, I'm in an apartment again. I thought I was going to be in a house. And, yeah, you know, so I was just feeling all the things plus all the hormones. And so when she called me, I just started crying. And I was like, I still want a home birth. And she was like, well, like, let's do it. And so I switched providers at like 30 ish weeks. And um at that whenever I did deliver it ended up being that the other midwife had to come anyway because my midwife that I've been working with was at another birth oh my gosh. so um but they were both amazing I mean like I feel like a midwife whenever they walk into the room it's just like peace you know mm-hmm. they just like are always so peaceful and they like never seem worried at least in my experience mm-hmm. um so yeah we had a great birth but um yeah, not that many options. So if anyone is listening and they're in South Carolina, then we're midwives.
0: Yes, mm. you guys. I actually watched an episode of Gilmore Girls the other day. Totally random. I don't watch much TV anymore, but I picked one, and I don't. I must have just not paid attention last time I was like in a Gilmore Girls face because Suki like had a home birth or was going to. She had and a doula. She, like, had a midwife who was, like, really mean and, like, barking at Lorelai. And it was just interesting. I was like, (gasps) Lorelai's anti homebirth She was like, oh, my gosh, they're going to, like, put a tarp on the bed. And it was just
3: really funny. (laughs) Wow. That's that's really funny. funny.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Carly, how did you find Lindsay? Um,
2: I just did a Google search, too. Like, I just typed in, like, Orange County midwives and – their practice is like OC midwifery so it kind of came up like super quick yeah. um and then i she had a really like thorough website so that was helpful for me from the beginning i feel like i was able to kind of like do a little bit of research prior to meeting her and then we had our consult and i asked so many questions which is like so good to know i feel like when you're researching birthing things like you have the right to ask anything and like, make sure that you feel comfortable with your care. Um And she had just like delivered hundreds and hundreds of babies. Like she just had so much experience. And I think that's what gave me a lot of peace and just going with her care from the get go. I felt just really cared for in our first meeting. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. but now that I like am out of her care too. And like, I'll go into my birth story a little bit later, but I know there's so many, even in Southern California, like other, midwives and even like home birth friendly doctors who
0: also will deliver in Southern California, which is really awesome. That's so good. That's so cool. And I know that she shared an office with a chiropractor, right? Yes. who's the
2: best. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. How insane is that? Dr. Britt. She's amazing. She like treated me my whole pregnancy and it was just the coolest office. Like there is just like this cute little holistic vibe Mm -hmm. and they all just pop in from like office back and forth to each other and mm-hmm. they're just like let's schedule Carly for next week and then just it was really cool they have a really awesome relationship together and I think that's what makes kind of like their practice extra special is like mm-hmm. just all the love honestly <laughs> it's yeah, really sweet.
0: totally wait I have one more question before we hear yeah. from Hallie but did you guys choose like Did you go out of your way? And I know, Amanda, you said the options were kind (laughs) of slim, but like was a Christian midwife and or like a Christian doula, like how important was that for you guys on a scale? Like was that kind of a make or break or were you more like, "Uh, it just depends on like how we Yeah, I think that
2: it – ideally that would be great, but I think that for our midwife, I was most – concerned with like her experience and like the level of care I would be receiving just because this was my first birth and I really just wanted someone who had been delivering babies for a long time at home um yeah especially just like sharing that with family and friends that I was gonna be delivering at home <laughs> when that yeah. was like oh yes not so we'll get into Nora. that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. yeah yeah but I think that in an ideal world, like a Christian midwife and doula team would be incredible. But mm-hmm. I think that I didn't um that wasn't necessarily my main priority, which maybe next birth. Like I love Lindsay and I think I'll deliver with her for all my other babies. But um maybe a doula or I don't know, support system there that also is Christian would be mm-hmm. really
1: cool. Mm-hmm. But
2: yeah. Yeah, I agree. Totally.
1: I think I would want a Christian doula next time. But even though my midwife wasn't a Christian which again, like I didn't have a choice, but I also don't yeah. know that that would have been make or break for me. Um, I do feel like the midwives that I've interacted with all like really value life and like yes. the sanctity and like yeah. how beautiful birth is and all of them talk about like how we're designed and created. And so I feel like totally. in that aspect, I've always been on the same page with them. Totally. So it yeah. hasn't like really affected like my relationship with them at all.
0: Mm, that's such totally. a good point. I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hallie, what about your midwives?
3: Yeah. So like I said before, like the only birth experience I had was with my sister at a hospital. So, um, and I also didn't really even have like any mom friends who had had kids. So I just did a Google search, like home birth midwives in Kansas city. And, um, I was planning on doing like, like you said, like interviewing a few midwives, um, just to see like who would fit best. But I met the midwife that I chose. She was the first midwife that I went and talked to. And I was just like, yep, you're it. Like she just Yeah. We just connected so much. And mm-hmm. like you guys were saying, her her office just like you walk in and, and you feel like you're just like going into someone's home. And she also yeah. shared an office with the chiropractor and just like everything about it was like it it just like felt so right. So I felt like really grateful that I didn't have to just like feel like pressure to like go and like talk to more midwives and that it just, um, yeah, that we connected so easily. And yeah, she's been my midwife for both babies. um, And she just, you know, like, they know you like in a very intimate way, because being pregnant and giving birth, like it's such a special time in your life. And so to like get to have the same birth team for both my babies and Lord willing, more Mm. babies just feels like really, really special. And um, just like getting to feel safe with your birth team. Like I know maybe not everyone has the privilege or like the opportunity to like choose that, but Mm -hmm. you just hope that like the practitioners that they are with are making them feel safe. And so I just yeah, I just feel like really thankful that they're just so amazing. And like you guys mm. were saying, she is a Christian. And that was, I think, really awesome because like after my birth, she would pray for us. And um, wow. yeah, so that's amazing. But I, like you guys were saying, I don't think that it would have been like a make or break it thing. Mostly you just want them to, yeah, like know what they're doing. And <laughs> mm-hmm. I just feel like, yeah, a lot of midwives, they just have that like, peaceful presence. And Mm. that's just like, I know what a lot of moms like really want with their birth.
0: Totally. That's so good. Yeah. I feel like my team – for my home birth ended up being both my midwife and my doula were Christian. And that was just like mm-hmm. so yeah. amazing. But I think exactly what you guys have been saying, I totally agree with too, just like how there was one midwife who was like overtly Christian, and had like Bible verses all over her website and stuff, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But after I ended up talking with the midwife who we chose, she actually had like some really negative experiences with that other like Christian mm-hmm. midwife and just mm-hmm. like, I don't know. That was just helpful for me. Not saying the other midwife wouldn't have been a good choice, but to like, yeah, not choose someone specifically because of that. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, my midwife was like, uh, doesn't advertise, I guess, as like a Christian midwife, but she is a Christian. Mm -hmm. Um, I think with doulas, it's harder, at least when I was researching, there's a big range from like Christian doulas to like very new agey things and like what you guys were saying with that being your support system, um, for me, I was thinking about like, I don't really want them using like, I don't know, crystals or things that they're like, this is a healing tincture. Like, I don't know. I think obviously I'm into like all the holistic things. But as we all know, I think there's a really fine line um, Mm -hmm. when it comes to like – yeah, new age, like, things and obviously mm-hmm. the Christian walk that we're all pursuing. But yeah, I mm-hmm. think it was such a gift. Did you guys end up having doulas at your purse? I didn't even ask you that. I did have a doula. Okay, you did. Carly. I you... hired a doula
2: um, from the beginning, but I was just, like, in such a zone <laughs> in labor with Dylan that I was just, like, I don't really need any other energy here. <laughs> I was like, yeah. it was really good. So I was just like, you know what? I loved her, but we just
0: didn't
3: need her there. So
0: we ended up not calling her. Totally. Yeah. What about you?
3: Yes, I did. So she wasn't a professional dealer; She was just a really good friend. She mm. is a really good friend. Yeah. Um. And yeah, with Fern's birth, I was like completely hands off. Like I wanted nobody touching me nobody talking to me for like 11 hours straight. So she kind of just – Sat there and like was very supportive. But um, with Francis, it was like way more hands on and like just I was way more just not in like labor land and like zoned out. So like we interacted a lot more and she did counter pressure on my hips for like every contraction, mm-hmm. which was amazing. Mm-hmm. I was like so shocked. I was not prepared for that to like actually help with the pain that of contractions. Well,
1: yeah hiring a doula for I
3: know I was like don't
0: touch me Matt I need the doula yes
3: yeah Ben like stepped in to try to do it and I was just like no like Jane (laughs) is gonna do this because yeah it was it was so amazing
0: yes that is so funny I had the same experience I was like I need Abby like you're not Mm -hmm. doing it right
3: yeah Um,
0: (laughs) my doula actually like braided my hair which is so random but I was like like uh, lean over in the tub. And I didn't even really notice. I think I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I was in transition. I think it was right before transition because I would not have let her do that. But it was such a simple thing. But she was like, Paige, when I had my birth, my hair looked trashed and the pictures were (laughs) terrible. And she's like, I just want everyone to like feel... Beautiful and yeah, that, was that was such sweet. a like simple thing, but my hair was in that braid for like three days and it would feel cute. So it was that was another cute. oh thanks. Mm-hmm. Another awesome thing. Okay. Um, how did your family and friends respond to the idea of home birth? I don't know if any of them are listening, but we don't have to <laughs> use names. Um I was like really surprised because I
1: remember being like scared to tell my mom because I didn't want her to think like oh that's not safe well I mean I guess that's like the big presumptions that it's not safe and like well what if something goes wrong and um but she was like so accepting and was just like oh yeah that's what everyone's always done like sure why not and I was like okay (laughs) and then actually today I was talking to Matt about it and I was like I never actually knew, like, how did your family take it? And he was like, mm, yeah, they kind of thought that, you know, we were a little hippie <laughs> and then like they never brought it up again. And, you know, they just wanted to see the baby we just was born. So, um, yeah, I guess I don't really know about family, but um, for a lot of our friends, we're the only people that they know that have had home birth. So I've gotten like kind of mixed like responses. Everyone's just like, oh my gosh, you're so brave. And it like, it doesn't feel that brave, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, everyone's like, oh, I could never do that. And I'm like, no, you can do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So I think like, that's pretty cool is getting to be like, not a spokesperson, but getting to be like, oh, this happened to me. And it's like, I'm normal. You know, I'm not like a weirdo, hippie, whatever.
0: Um, But yeah, so far, I've had pretty positive experiences. That's so good. I'm so glad for you.
2: That's like me too, honestly. I feel like I was shocked that though I was like one of the only people they knew doing that, like people were very respectful. Maybe they had opinions that they weren't sharing (laughs) with me, which I'm sure they did. But honestly, they were always like very respectful of my choice, which I appreciated. I think my parents were like, okay, like trusting Mm -hmm. that I did my research. But I was like, also communicated like so much of the research I had done to them. And I think that just gave them some peace. And then Um, My friends were like, great, you do you, like, (laughs) awesome. Um, But I'm sure they all were like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) But it all worked out. The healthy baby girl who they all are obsessed with,
0: so. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah.
3: Hallie, how about you? Yeah, I feel like we're basically all the same. Like, my parents were very neutral, which I was a little surprised by because my dad is an ER doctor, so he can be very, like, everything's urgent. Um, Mm -hmm. but I think they just trusted me. It was also kind of like when I chose to do a home birth with Fern, it was more so like at the beginning of like really changing my lifestyle to like just more holistic, natural living. And so, um, yeah, they, I would say they were a little bit more hesitant, but then like when Francis, when I got pregnant with Francis, it was like, no questions asked. Like, yeah, that makes sense. You're going to have a home birth. Um, Mm So, uh, yeah, with friends, like, the exact same. They're like, yeah, like, you do you, but I will never have a home birth (laughs) type situation, which I'm still trying to convince them a little bit. But, (laughs) um, yeah, I was thankful to not have, like, anybody, like, give me, like, actual pushback because then that's, you know, like, pretty discouraging. Um, Totally. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Invite them to your next birth and see what. Yes. There (laughs) you go. I'm like,
3: literally anybody is welcome. Like, please come and experience it because – people really do. They just think like, like Amanda, you were saying, like, they're like praising you, like, oh my gosh, like you deserve a crown. I'm just like, no, it's like so normal. Like this is just, our bodies Mm -hmm. were made to do this. And I don't feel like I deserve that. Like, I'm just like, so grateful that I get to do it.
0: Yeah. 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 Dude, my um, therapist in California It's so funny I say that. I'm like back in California. But my therapist who I had uh, before we moved twice, she has had five home births actually with my midwife. I was referred to this therapist by my midwife. She was like, you need to go process all of your birth trauma before you have this next baby. And I was like – Yes, ma'am. And it was amazing. Um, but she literally had like her whole small group from church come to her birth. Like 30 oh people God, come to her birth, like men and women. And they're like amazing, oh. dedicated
3: Christians.
0: And they all were just like praying over her and singing like worship. And I was like, wow. that is so fun and crazy. Um, oh, that is <laughs> I kind of want to do it. And I'm kind of like uh, – Yeah, my, like, friend's (laughs) husband's watching me give birth. Yeah, my friends would say, "Mm, no.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I've, like, heard people, uh, like, live stream their births, their home births. Have you guys heard of that? I've seen that. I saw that, too.
0: Uh (laughs) I I can't remember who it was, but I'm thinking of one particular birth that happened, what, like, last year, and, like, a lot of my friends were sharing about it.
3: I don't even remember, yeah, who or where I saw that from, but I was like, okay, I mean, sure. Yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah. Yeah, I remember for me, like, I think pretty much, I don't know if it was around six months after having Flora. I mean, just the whole hospital experience, again, for us was not a good fit. And I think a lot of things out of the ordinary happened for us um, over the course of our one month there. But we were like, setting out basically before we even got pregnant with Juliet. Like we want to do this very different next time. Um And I think it's interesting because with Flora, I knew I wanted a natural birth. I just didn't really research that much and didn't really know anyone who had had a home birth. So I was like, oh, well, I'll be able to have like a natural delivery in a hospital. Like I'm super young and low risk and there's no big deal. And yeah, afterwards I was like, Okay, we will do whatever it takes to pay for this, which we can chat about in a second. But, um, I just knew I really wanted to make it work. And so I think at a certain level, people weren't totally surprised because they were like, "Oh my gosh, well, after your experience, like, why would you want to go back to mm-hmm. a hospital? My mother in law is a pharmacist, and I will say that was really hard. I think for her, she just like, you know, is in the medical system, and that's great, and we need mm-hmm. the medical system like there's totally a need. But I think she like had a bit of a hard time with that initially, but she was really respectful. And I was really grateful. My midwife actually did like a birth team meeting at 37 weeks and she requires it with like every client. I don't know if you guys had anything like this, but she was like, okay, Mm -hmm. everyone who's going to be at the birth like has to be there. Like if you have a doula or a friend, like if they're not at the meeting, they can't come to your birth. We all need to be on Mm -hmm. the same page. And she just spends three hours going through like- I mean, the whole thing wasn't exactly about emergencies, but she's like, okay, if you have like the, what's it called? Like shoulder dysplasia. yeah, like if this happens, then here's how I handle it. And she actually had both of our parents get on that call. Um, She's like, just if they want to like, yeah, listen and hear more. And if this is reassuring in any way, um, she invited them to do that. And I just really appreciated that because I think everyone just felt like informed. And there's no way I could have explained everything as eloquently (laughs) to them. I would have been like, my Instagram friends did a home birth. It's fine, (laughs) you know. That's like really convincing. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was special because I got pregnant like a few months after Carly, and so we were actually able to kind of talk about our like midwife home birth Mm -hmm. experiences throughout that That time too. Special, Um, yeah, so fun. But Mm -hmm. okay, how did you guys end up funding? your home birth because we all know, uh, it is a lot. <laughs> and, um, I'll say for us, we took out a loan from our parents cause that was our life season. John was like in grad school and we just made it work. But what we did now is, um, like for the future, hopefully we did get on like Samaritans, uh, mm-hmm. like Christian healthcare sharing for our, our it's not insurance, but it's kind of like insurance because, Mm -hmm. Um, It covers home birth, you know, Mm -hmm. so we've been told and (laughs) researched. So that's like the biggest medical thing we would be anticipating. And it also covers like catastrophes. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that is our plan for the future. I'm curious for you guys how you did that and just like what made it worth it to you, you know?
1: Mm -hmm. Um, We have Samaritans and they did cover everything. Okay. And I think they covered like – more too like Mm -hmm. i did um i went to the chiropractor twice a month my entire pregnancy and they covered it um so i feel like they cover more than my insurance i mean because i had the hospital birth and we had um my husband worked at apple and i gave birth to rudy so they have like amazing like paternity maternity health insurance and so they covered like I mean, what I was told was that it was like the top tier insurance and I didn't get a chiropractic <laughs> visit, you know? So it was yeah. very much like, and we still had to pay, I think, I'll just be a little transparent. You guys don't know what to be, but we still <laughs> had to pay like 2000 with Rudy's birth. Yeah. And that was like no complications. I didn't do an epidural. I was there for 24 hours and like with the great insurance and we still had to pay. Um, and then with my midwife, I mean, I did start at like 30 weeks, but it was only... Um, 3,500 was the total. So it was only like a little bit more than my hospital birth. Um, and then Samaritans ended up covering that as well. So wow. for us, it was like better than the hospital birth. Yeah. Um, the only thing I will say with Samaritans is you have to get it before you get pregnant. Um, so it's kind yes. of like a bummer if you are already pregnant and then you're like, oh shoot, I need insurance. They yeah.
2: you.
0: So totally that's really good to know (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's like five hundred dollars we do like the there's like an option like an upsell upcharge for like covering that catastrophic tier Mm -hmm. of some sort but we pay yes exactly (laughs) we pay six hundred dollars a month for all four of us Mm -hmm. um and it's like pretty good i'd say especially if it's covering like um it would have covered our california midwife and that was seven thousand so not fun mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Carly I know you have an interesting story with this yeah uh, man <laughs> it's
2: so hard <laughs> well yeah I love my daughter so much but this was tough <laughs> um yeah I got pregnant pretty unexpectedly so I feel like we weren't necessarily like planning to pay for a home birth and also just not really realizing that most insurance companies don't cover home birth unfortunately but um I ended up, we ended up paying out of pocket for our home birth, and that was just a season where I was working a ton, and so I was able to really help pay for that home birth, um, and that was great. But then <laughs> my my midwife, I think, was also around seven thousand, um, but that was yeah, like almost two years ago now. And then um, <laughs> my birth story is a little bit wild, but my daughter. Ended up being breach around um, 30 weeks. And so we had to kind of switch care a little bit and add a doctor to our team if I wanted to stay giving birth at home and have a breach home birth. And so, um, yeah, we had to hire another doctor, which ended up being really expensive. Um, But my sweet grandparents helped us pay for that. And so that was like... An amazing blessing because we truly felt like our plan, like (laughs) we just felt like we were really honoring God's like design for my body and the way that he had kind of like led us into birth um, was by like continuing to have my home birth. And so Mm
3: -hmm.
2: we just felt a lot of peace about it and prayed so much about it. But the financial piece was really stressful for us. And we just were like, Mm -hmm. how the heck are we going to pay for this after already paying for our midwife? Because I couldn't, I was too late in my pregnancy to like fully switch care to the doctor. So Mm
1: -hmm.
2: anyways, I had to pay for both. But we were just like, God is going to provide. I believe that this is what we're meant to do. And he was so faithful. My grandparents just like mm. out of nowhere wrote us a check and was like, we want to pay for this. So it was oh just gosh. such a I testament. I
0: don't think I knew that. Wow. Yeah.
2: I feel like I honestly don't share that with a lot of people, but now the whole world's yeah. going <laughs> it yeah. really needs to be shared though, because I feel like God was so faithful to us and just like And such a time of need, like, literally met our physical needs, which was just Mm -hmm. such a blessing. And we just – we were so sure. We're like, no, this is what God has for us. Like, I Mm -hmm. know it was such an act of faith on a lot of different levels, like me even having a breach home birth. But then also kind of, like, going through with that financial piece as well. Um, Mm -hmm. But, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's a lot. (laughs) But I I literally, like, I would do it all over again. And Mm -hmm. I would literally – like take out a loan if I had to like mm-hmm. I would have done whatever <laughs> because yeah. it's just it's what we felt was like right for our
0: family so mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you sharing that Carly I think we as like a society should normalize like God providing through family I think I've hesitated totally. a lot to share like my parents gave us a loan for like ongoing loans for like a year while John was in grad school because it was like he was in school full-time and seeing clients unpaid and like, what was I going to do? Like work Mm full-time and do take it. Like it just doesn't make sense, you know? And um, I felt so like, yeah, I don't know, embarrassed or like had a hard time talking about that at times. Um, Like, yeah, my parents are like basically helping pay our rent right now. But like, actually I would love to do that for my kids someday. Like I would love to help my grandkids someday. And I think – the mm-hmm. Lord is really just empowering me to like share that because that is still a testimony, even though it's not like a random check that mm-hmm. you got in the mail from someone. Right. Like I think people love sharing about that, but like it's such a gift when family does get to help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah, I appreciate totally. you sharing that yeah. piece of mm-hmm. your story. Of course. Yeah. It was so cool. Yeah. So cool. Really yeah. Was. So cool.
2: <laughs> Thinking back, I'm like, that was literally like because we didn't ask for anything or, like, it was nothing. Like, they just did it, which was oh my gosh. what we, like, prayed. We're just like, okay, God, just come through. And he yeah. did. <laughs> yeah. That's oh,
0: so I love Yeah. Hallie, do you have Samaritans? Because you knew.
3: You knew save to share. Yes. <laughs> yes. Save to share. We do. We got it um when I was pregnant with Francis because my midwife told us about it, which I don't know why she didn't mention it with Fern because it really is, like, so amazing. They – I think – yeah, we have the top tier. So I think we pay around like 600 is what you mm-hmm. said too. Yeah. Um, And yeah, they cover like they're not – because they're not insurance, they don't do the like in-network, out-of-network stuff. And so I think it was limited to like 40 visits. But um, yeah, they cover like chiropractic care, acupuncture, like massage therapy. So I was like literally getting – massage like once a month I was seeing my chiropractor like two to three times a month like it was so amazing which kind of sounds like bougie like oh yeah I was getting a massage but like it was so it's so necessary when you're pregnant and yes I had really bad sciatic pain with Fern where like I almost thought I was gonna like be in a wheelchair because it was just like so bad I could hardly walk um but like I genuinely, genuinely think that like getting that care with Francis like made me not have it. So wow. yeah. So, so. there are So you amazing. got Samaritans
0: though once you were pregnant with Francis already.
3: Before. So you have okay. to do yeah. Um you it's like hundred and I don't remember what it is, but it's like you have to like have it for 160 days or some weird like a the certain amount of days you have to have it um to be able to like qualify. But Yeah. So with Fern, we just paid out of pocket because we had MediShare, which is like the same concept as Samaritan, but they didn't cover anything.
0: Um,
3: Yeah. So she was like, I think it was around like 4,000, which is a lot, but we just thankfully had savings. So we- we're just like very willing like you guys were saying like I would literally take out a loan <laughs> if I had to yeah. to pay for home birth because yeah I just I care a lot about it um so yeah she was a- around four thousand and then um Francis was I think like five thousand um and yeah like we said Samaritan covered all of it except like I think like four hundred dollars so Yeah, shout out to Samaritan. Anybody out there? That's gonna (laughs) happen. Yeah, I need like an
0: affiliate code or something. I know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's so funny. Thanks for listening to another episode of Love in a Cottage. I'm so grateful you decided to join us today, and I hope you're going forward in your day feeling encouraged, understood, and inspired. Here are a few ways you can connect with our community and support the show. So the first way is to share the show with a friend. This is actually how most people find our show and I am so thankful every time you do this. You can text them a link or you can also share the show on your social media. This ultimately helps the algorithm get our show to more like-minded women who can find our community. And I also just love reading through your comments. They mean so much to me and are so encouraging. And finally, you can actually donate to the show by Venmoing pageguidal or sending via PayPal to hello at I'm currently working on getting a website up and running. So this is more official, but it does cost time and resources and energy to create the show. And even just $5 helps so much with all of the monthly fees and time. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm so thankful for you and we will see you next week for another episode.